You're listening to The Mom Inspired Show, episode 233 with Tam Henderson. Welcome to The Mom Inspired Show. I'm your host, Amber Sandberg, and this show is created to inspire, encourage, and add a little extra fun to your day. Hey, you guys, I'm super excited to have Tam on the show today. We are going to do the second episode of Careers You Can Do From Home series. Now, how this is going to work, I'm not going to do back-to-back episodes for this series, meaning these two episodes happen to be back-to-back because they are similar. Last week was freelance, and this week we're focusing on copyright, but we are also focusing on freelance writing. Um, But what I wanted to do is I took a poll in the Facebook group and people wanted to know about more jobs they could do from home. And so I wanted to start interviewing other moms that are doing things from home and making a good amount of money. And so this is what I'm starting with, but down the road, I'm going to have other people coming on. I'm going to have someone come on and talk about how you actually make money doing a blog. And I also have someone that teaches... um, people how to make money being a virtual assistant. So I figure there's a lot of you guys that are really good at writing and you might be thinking, how can you put that um, to good use and make money? And then there's also people who are very detail oriented and would make great virtual assistants. So as I go and find more people, I will just keep doing this and add it to this series. So I just wanted to let you guys know that if you don't see it next week, it's not that you miss something. It's just that I will just keep continuing doing this because I know that this is important for you guys that you want to find jobs that you can do from home. So today we're going to just talk um, to Tam about how she started freelancing and copywriting. And then she started her own business teaching courses on how to do all of this. And one thing that I really loved about her is she was saying that she's was shy and she's introverted and she says that she still is today and she worked in PR and that was really against the grain of her personality and it wasn't really the best career for her. However, copywriting and freelancing is and she decided to pivot her career in her late 30s and she wanted to have a baby and she just wanted to be able to do something from home and this is the perfect job for her to do. So I know there are so many of you guys that are wondering what you can do and you're at home, you're with the kiddos, you don't want to go into an office and work, you want to be able to have a flexible schedule. Um, So I hope you guys really enjoy this episode and really go after your dreams on um, something that you want to do outside of the house. Hey, you guys, before we jump into the episode, I just want to remind you that if you have not heard my exciting news, um, that I actually decided to get certified as a life coach as well as a weight loss coach. Um, So I wanted to do this because I wanted to help moms beyond the podcast. Um, So what that looks like right now in the process of being certified is that I am looking for some free clients that I can help. So if you guys are having some struggles in life and you're just wanting to have some coaching, I would love to do this. So I'm only going to be doing this for the next month or so. So we're looking at May and June. And then after that, um, I will be charging money. So if you want to dive into maybe you're struggling with losing weight, maybe you're struggling to maintain your weight loss, um, it could be things like money, relationships, friendships, um, also, one thing I really love is styling people at any any size. So I think so many moms struggle with trying to find you know what their style is if they're not at the weight that they want to be. And so I really love that. And I knew that it was more than just talking about picking clothes. I knew it went beyond that, the self-confidence and your self-worth and loving yourself. And so these are just a few things that I'm going to be helping moms with in regards to coaching. So if this is something you would like, make sure to reach out to me. So you can email me at amber at mominspiredshow.com 
Or if you follow me on Instagram, it's Mom Inspired Living. You can message me as well as my Facebook page is Mom Inspired Living. Um, the only requirement that I ask is that you show up via Zoom. Do the work as if you paid and financially invested in this journey. Um, So if you have a goal and you want to reach it, I would love to help you achieve that. So let's make 2021 your year. And again, if you guys haven't heard um, my... Uh, I did a series in 2019 about um, losing 50 pounds. So if you really are struggling with weight, I can definitely help you with that. And I would love to help you with that. That is one of my passions. Um, So make sure to reach out to me and take this opportunity because um, come July, I definitely will be charging um, for my clients. And so if you want this opportunity, make sure to snag it. And I am super excited to work with you guys. All right, let's go to the show. Hey, Tam. Thanks so much for coming on the show today. Hi, Amber. Thanks for having me. It's lovely to be here. I, first of all, I love your accent. So this is so fun. Um, uh, I, I was talking to you earlier um, and I didn't realize that you were from England. So it was a nice little surprise. <laughs> Thank you. I'm a bit embarrassed about my voice. Oh, about no. My oh, no. I'm sure everyone's <laughs> enjoying this right now. It's nice to hear a different accent. So um, don't be embarrassed at all. Um, okay. So we'll, we'll bring the tension by doing an icebreaker. Okay. So um, I love starting off with icebreakers. And um, the question I've been doing lately is what is one thing that you wish you could tell your younger self? Okay. So I think there are a lot of things that I would tell my younger self. Um, so what I would probably do is trying to probably swoop down on myself like a time traveling magical fairy godmother Mm -hmm. with a stack of books, stack of the books that I read later in life that completely changed my perspective on everything. Mm. So books on kind of invite, uh, relationships, uh, life, thinking, science, work, all those things. Because I think when I was, when I was a young woman, I, I had all the classic symptoms of low confidence you know I had like imposter syndrome times 10 and you know like a a lot of negative self-talk and um I think if having those books earlier in my life would have been so useful to me I would have ticked off ticked a lot of boxes so that's what I would do yeah I I really love that and I do think just as you get older you have more confidence right like you just kind of find your rhythm find yourself more and um yeah I always think man I knew what I knew now in my twenties sure make a big difference. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I love that. Well, I love that answer. Um, but let's jump in. Um, how about you share your full name with us, where you live and how many kids you have and their ages? Sure. So my name is Tam Henderson and I live in the beautiful university city of Cambridge, England. I live with my four-year-old daughter and our little miniature schnauzer fig. Aw. Um, okay. So I'm going to um, have you share with us a little bit about how you got to where you are today. Um, then that will kind of set up the rest of the interview. Um, so just to give people an idea where you kind of started and then what you're up to today, and then we'll jump into more of the details uh, once you're done. Okay. So I am a freelance copywriter by trade. Um, I kind of pivoted into that a little bit later in life. I was around 38 um my partner and I had just come back from a, a very belated gap year where we both decided that we just wanted to go away and just tick some items off our, off our bucket lists and I came back and I was at a real crossroads um because I, I found I was 38 and I wanted to do something freelance um and I thought also if I want to have kids I'm probably going to have to do it quite soon I'm going to have to get a move on 
and um, copywriting came into my life. And um, before that, I was I was working in communications and PR, which is probably the worst career for me. You know, because I'm a shy introvert, and mm. uh, it's an industry that really values extroverts. And it was it was painful to be honest, because I was just like completely going against the grain of my personality the whole time. And um, yeah, I just kind of knew I had good ideas, but I just couldn't really really contribute. I just felt like I was a bit redundant. You know, I was so shy. I remember sitting in meetings, and I'd be like, I'd go red if I had to speak, and I'd like stutter and forget what I was saying halfway through the sentence. And I just, yeah, it was just a, a really weird, weird career for me. And then I discovered copywriting and it was completely my accident. I'd, um, I'd written a press release about uh, an, a piano of all things that was, that was made for a, a, a prince uh, in the Far East. And it was covered in these Swarovski crystals. And um, the press release completely bombed, like not a single journalist wrote about it. Mm. And so I did what everyone does when they panic. And I went over to Google and I found a copywriting formula. Um, so I just used that formula to rewrite the, the press release headline. Mm. Um, I didn't change the press release itself. I just changed the headline and I reissued it. Mm. And from no interest at all, um, in the, within about 24 hours, 70 media outlets had covered it. Wow. And like it, it reached a readership of millions. And wow. my client landed their first million dollar order off the back of that and I was like wow if a few tiny changes in just the headline can make a big difference to you know to the outcome of a press release or a campaign or even in this case a whole business you know there's copywriting has serious power and I basically pretty much became hooked overnight and um you know it was such a I'll talk, talk later about you know being an introvert but you know, my laptop basically became a portal for me to be able to communicate without fear of, you know, saying the wrong thing or messing up my words or, you know, fear of being judged, which had been my whole problem before. And then people started paying me to be a copywriter and write things for them. And um, eventually I started teaching, teaching copywriting with digital courses mm. and helping other people. And it was just, it was so validating because you know, I'd always wanted to contribute and be helpful and useful. And, and eventually, I, I managed to, to, to achieve that um, through these pivots, sort of in my late 30s and early 40s. That's yeah. where I am now. I, I make courses. Yeah. So that's really awesome. Um, I, I talked to another person who does freelance and um, the reason why I really wanted to do these episodes is because I want to be able to start giving ideas to moms that want to do jobs that they can do from their home and it can be flexible. And, you know, sometimes you don't have those opportunities to talk to other people that are doing those jobs. So that's one of the reasons why I wanted um, to have you on and just talk about it, especially because like you mentioned, you're pivoting in your late thirties. And I feel like so many people as they approach forties, they're really trying to figure out, okay, either they're in a job and they want to change jobs, or they might been a stay at home mom and they're ready to get back and do something other than just, you know, staying with the kids and they want something else besides being a mom. Um, not that that's bad, but sometimes people just want more than that, right? The kids have gone into kindergarten or, or maybe if you had kids young, they could be going to college and uh, they just find that they have more time on their hands. And so I thought this would be so great. Uh, I wanted to ask you because uh, with you just, you know, doing changing that headline and all that, which is amazing that yeah. they got so much um, 
great business from that. Um, did you always know that you were good at writing? Not really, no. Mm. I mean, I did do English literature at university, but it wasn't like a writing degree. Mm. And, you know, my writing wasn't that great when I started out, I'll be honest. Mm. I I just fell in love with copywriting because it's all about words. You know, I loved reading and okay. I loved psychology. I loved learning about people and why people do the things they do. So I kind of did, I, I say it to my students all the time. I just, I, I recommend you earn while you learn. Oh, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. You know, my writing back then wasn't that great. You know, hopefully over the years it's got better. But um, yeah, you, you can learn while you learn with, with these things. Yeah. So I'm thinking, you know, people might be wondering, how did you even find that job where you just changed the headline? Well, I was already working as a PR consultant. So oh, okay. Was, and then so you, within uh, that job, you changed the headline. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. got so it. Okay. Yeah, even in PR, we weren't taught how to write uh, Mm -hmm. persuasively. Mm. So it was, you know, which would have made a huge difference to my PR career. So when I found the copywriting world, I was like, wow, this is this changes everything. Yeah. Well, and one thing, too, that you were saying, you were talking about being shy and then you didn't have confidence when you were younger. And I do feel like so many women, um, especially if they have not been in the workforce for a long time, they may feel like they don't have as much to offer. They may feel um, a little bit um, insecure, especially when they think about the women that just that just kept working and then have all of this experience. Um, What would you want to tell the moms out there that either are they're just dealing with, you know, self-confidence issues, but they do want to go after something, but that's kind of like holding them back and kind of paralyzing them because they just feel like it's too scary to put themselves out there. Mm-hmm. I think that being a mom and um, I think that experience is so underrated when you're going out as a freelancer, like life experience. And especially if you're a little bit older, like me, um, it's on, you know, what you can bring to the table in terms of empathy, understanding, relationships with clients, and just kind of looking at the world. Um, it's really underrated and, and skills can be learned, you know, you, you just need to take a course or read a book. So if you're, if you're lacking in confidence, you know, you know, know that skills are learned, you know, it's not a magical um, thing. It's, it's something that you can, it's, totally within your you know it's totally possible for you to achieve and you know don't underestimate what you can bring to the table with your life experience and people see that you know clients employers and you know I've never met a mum who uh, you know some of my students say you know when I on my LinkedIn profile what should I put when I've you know been been looking after kids for the last 10 years Mm. Um, and I just say but if you've done some good work in the last three months, if you've got a portfolio, that's all people are looking at. Yeah, They don't mind that you've had a career gap. They only want to know what you can do for them now. Correct. Yeah. So, that is a good point. point. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I'm curious too, like how did you start going after jobs, especially because you were a little bit shy and, you know, dealt with some confidence issues and you were introverted. Mm-hmm. Like how did you go yeah. and put yourself out there? Yeah. Well, I I did it very tentatively and gingerly at first. I just started applying for jobs, and on, I used job boards, you know, at the mm. beginning, like uh, mm-hmm. you know, like freelancer.com, things like that. Yeah, and I just found that just by doing 
making, you know, doing small jobs that didn't pay well, they weren't the greatest jobs, just each job that I got paid for, that I got a testimonial for, just incrementally increased my confidence over time. And the more I did, the more I grew in confidence. Mm. And you know, I'm not saying that I'm completely cured now. I still feel shy and I sure. still sometimes lack of confidence. And I, I, but I don't think it's a bad thing sometimes because, yeah. you know, the imposter syndrome, you know, I think it keeps you hungry to keep learning, keeps you curious and it keeps you humble. And that, like I said, you know, people notice that and, it, you know, it's, it can be a positive thing. Um, but I just think you you do have to just take those baby steps and you will learn from those. Even it doesn't matter how small they are, are, but you will every step takes you a little bit higher on that level of confidence. Yeah, that is for sure. Um, I wanted to move on to your courses. So explain to me um and the listeners what that looks like. What are you teaching um your students? What are they coming to you for? Yeah, so I teach a couple of courses. So my my first course was the one that I made um, was like my second pivot when I was on maternity leave. And it's it's a like a uh, beginner's guide to copywriting, if you like. And it just teaches you how to write really clearly and persuasively. Because I always say to people, like, if you want to set up a new side hustle or a new business or you just want to kind of like increase your career prospects, mm-hmm. if you can write clearly and persuasively, then you're just a much everything you do just gets a much higher chance of success because, you know, if you think about it, everything in business and marketing comes down to words, right? Like yes. a website. Yeah. Uh, what's a website without words? It's just pretty pictures. What's, right. Well, you know, what's an email campaign? It's just empty emails. The words. Mm-hmm. So when you can write um, in a way that grabs people's attention and, you know, moves them to action and makes them feel something, then every, like everything you do, every idea you have, every business product service you sell just gets a much higher chance of success so I kind of teach people that and I also teach people kind of a little bit of the business side of things like how to win more clients and how to get more people to like sign off your proposals that sort of thing what would you oh sorry go ahead sorry go ahead no it's okay go ahead no I was just going to say it's just a mixture really yeah, what I was thinking. So what I was thinking when you were talking, um, I think so many people have a hard time with, um, you know, sales pages or you know, copyright, and they don't know what to put. Um, and what do you feel like the biggest mistake is that uh, people do when they're actually trying to get their stuff out there? Hmm. There's quite a few that I see. Um, what comes to your people, mind? Yeah. Yeah. So I suppose when people are writing for their own business. Mm-hmm. Um, they tend to try and write everything that they do and sell. Mm. And it ends up being far too much. And to what you want to do is you want to communicate the most in the most simple way possible so that people instantly get your product or service. Yeah. So I say it's, copywriting can be a little bit overwhelming because there's so many different ways of doing it and different kind of strategies. But it's the first thing you do, if you just make sure write down what you do and as as concisely and clearly as possible, like as in fewer words as possible. That is your first step. And then just flash that at somebody, you know, a friend and just go, look, just what do I sell? And if they can get it in those in a few seconds, then Mm. you've nailed it. That's that's the first thing. Um, Other things people do, they don't write conversationally. Like a lot Mm. of people, when they sit down to write, they suddenly 
start writing like they Form- formally <laughs> like, really formally you know like we call it in england we call it like having a plum in your mouth oh uh, <laughs> that's funny um, i'm trying to think about yeah. talking with the plum in my mouth <laughs> you're like ah, 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 ah. <laughs> yeah yeah it's a very it's a, just described like a really formal way of talking i don't oh. know why people do it i used to do it interesting and you kind of lose your personality and you want to make a connection with your reader so it's yeah. always good to sound like yourself yeah and you know write how you talk you know write in a conversational way so that yeah. is kind of, those two things are like real sort of deal breakers yeah i that does make a big difference because I do think if you're writing too formal, you know, it just sounds kind of like a contract, you know, that you're not, you're not really engaging with your uh, ideal clients and stuff like that. Um, so Definitely. what do you, what do you do now? Do you still write, um, you know, press or I'm not, you, do you do press releases or do you do, uh, do you do different type no. of stuff? Okay. So copywriting, do you still do that in free with, with your freelance writing or do you just teach courses now? Well, I've I've sort of slowly been retiring myself from the copywriting side just mm. because I love teaching so much and mm. I just you know, when I help people get results, it's just such a buzz. But I do try and you know I keep my hand in a little bit. You know, I've got some clients that I still work with that I've been working with for years, um, but but not very much. Mm. Um, and my 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 niche is kind of like technology. Oh, uh, it is. People. Yeah, yeah, that was another pivot. Um, yeah. So explain to us, what does, what do you mean by that, by technology? Um, I worked with kind of business to business companies. So people that make software and hardware. Mm. So I was writing their websites oh, and I really mm-hmm. like that because a lot of technology companies, they do exactly what I just said to you. They write in a really formal way. Yes. They write too much. It's really boring. Nobody reads it. Yeah. No one's reading it. It's like a contract. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> And um, if they, you know, they're missing that chance to make that connection with their customers. And if, you know, you can completely transform a business, a business, if you write their website in a way that actually gets people engaged and, you know, hitting the phone or sending a, you know, putting their email in. So it can make all the difference. Yeah. You know, that's one thing. Do you teach in your courses, like how to figure, uh, uh, how to figure out what, um, you know, what, I guess, niche they want to go into like you like technology like how did you figure that out yeah I do I well I just ran a I, I run a five-day challenge called mm. find your copywriting super niche oh which cool. I turned into a paid course um but it, it's it's like a little a process for work because I I believe that finding your niche you should base it on your personal interests um because you've got to enjoy what you're writing about you know right you could be doing it for years to come and you need to base it on your strengths as well. So there's no point, you know, like if you're completely, you know, if you're if you're not an analytical mind, you know, you're not going to succeed at white papers and stuff like that. So it's really good to just like uh, sense check what you're good at, what you enjoy, and then look at where those meet a lucrative market. And that's I call it your sweet spot. And when mm. you find that, that's yeah. how you can find your niche. Yeah, that makes sense. And I, I was going to ask you too. So like, if you were to go into your course, did, did you say you have multiple courses? Yeah. yeah okay. I've so ex- about okay. four or five. Uh, yeah. How about you explain um, which course you have and, and what it's about so that if people are really looking into this, um, they could hear what you have to offer. And if something, you know, kind of stands out to them. Yeah. So on Udemy, um, which is like the world's biggest online 
course platform. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've heard of it, but um, that is where my main copywriting course is. And that is, um, I think there's about 42,000 students have taken that now in 171 wow. countries. That's amazing. And that's, that's a good starting point. If you're completely new to copywriting, that is a, a really good starting point. And they're super affordable, those courses. They're always on sale. Um, and then once you've taken that, if you want to um, learn more of the freelancing side of things, then well, I have the Copy Cooks Club, which is my copywriting school. I say it's for entrepreneurial word nerds, which is basically everybody that uses words to sell or to, to run their businesses, which is everyone. Um, and I sell digital templates. So things like proposals um, and I sell workshops, like how to find clients and that kind of thing. So that's your third one? Um, yeah. Well, okay. there's three on Udemy, but um, the first one's the copywriting main one. And mm. then there's one on how to build your portfolio. Okay. And there's a third one on how to write your website. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah, that's really neat. I was going to ask you, so you have a four-year-old. So have you found that um, you're really able to kind of do this kind of business and uh, career and be at home and, you know, be there for her? Yeah. um, I kind of went freelance so that I could have uh, a family. I always figured it would be much easier um, being freelance, but unfortunately, uh after I went freelance it didn't happen so Mm. I ended up having to um, go to the Czech Republic to have lots of fertility treatments um and then when I when I had my daughter both my parents got sick they Mm. were in their 80s um and so that's why I had sort of needed another income stream and created the course um but so I've kind of got my mom and my daughter now as Mm. dependents and so it has been it has yeah it has really helped me um look after them um because I can only sort of work a few days a week because I'm looking after them and it has you know some people talk about freelancing you know so they can go and work on the beach and yeah you know (laughs) live that lifestyle but for me it's because I need to look after my mom and my daughter and I was looking after my dad as well so um it's worked out really well for me for that I love it. Well, Tam, thank you so much for coming on the show. This was really helpful. And I just, you know, I think it will inspire and encourage a lot of moms that are kind of just sitting on the fence and um, they're just ready to take that step. So I'll put all your stuff in the show notes so that if they want to take a look at your courses, um, they can find you there. So thanks again for coming on the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Amber. It's been wonderful. Hey, you guys, have you subscribed to the Mom Inspired Show email list yet? If you want to have discounts sent to your email, and links to the books we discuss on the show, as well as all the guests' information, then you will want to subscribe. That way, every episode will show up in your inbox every Tuesday, and you won't have to go searching for the newest episode. It will be right at your fingertips. So just go to mominspiredshow.com and scroll down and enter your name and email, and you will be all set. See you next week.